Wins Only Lifestyle, you know what it is, your boy David Rush. Thank y'all for joining me, man, the podcast. Make sure y'all follow me online at David Rush Speaks underscore on Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias. I think I'm still David Rush online on Twitter. I got to change that, but I'm David Rush Speaks on Instagram now. You know, I'm, I'm shedding the whole David Rush online. It took a lot for me to shed that because that's been who I've been for a long time, but moving into a different space, different career, different lifestyle. So the change was inevitable. I made it felt good so david rush speaks his new handle on instagram it's a big deal man thank y'all for joining me once again on the podcast make sure you check out winsonlylifestyle.com go get you some wins only gear it's getting cold out there man get you some sweatsuits get you some hats let me know what you're feeling on there uh disclaimer i'm not a professional i'm just a man i've been through some things and shares his experience mainly in the kidney home dialysis in center transplant world um, if you are in pain or going through anything uh, with kidney disease or any other chronic illnesses, please seek professional help from your doctor. And, um, you know, I'm not a therapist. I'm just a man that's been through a couple of things and I share it with the world. So if you hear something on here that relates to you, uh, please don't take my advice as professional advice. Just go and please get checked out by a professional. Okay. Now that that's out the way, I hope you guys are all doing well. Today, I want to speak on a subject that came up at ASN while I was presenting at a panel. And it's something that I talk about often in my speaks when it comes to kidney dialysis. Now, again, you know I am biased of kidney dialysis and kidney disease, but, you know, I do deal with all chronic illnesses, patients and stuff. But today I'm strictly talking about kidney disease. All right. So don't get mad at me if you're listening and you don't have kidney disease today. This is what it's about. So I want to talk about the fact that becoming a dialysis patient and the trauma that that brings, uh, the constant fear of what's going to happen to you when you go to treatment, the constant fear of is tomorrow coming, the constant fear of watching people die around you in a setting that is meant to keep you alive, is it a form of PTSD? Now, when I say that, I know I get people who say, like, how can you relate the two um, with dialysis and PTSD? How do you put the two together? So the meaning of PTSD is simply... Um, post, post-traumatic stress disorder It's a psychiatric, a psychiatric disorder That may occur in people who have experienced Or witnessed a traumatic event Such as natural disaster A serious accident A terrorist act War Combat Rape Or who have been threatened with death Sexual violence Or serious injury That is the meaning of PTSD Post-traumatic stress disorder now, how does that relate to kidney disease, you ask? To me, it's pretty simple. You're made aware that your kidneys are failing. A vital organ of your body is starting not to work anymore. Now, you have to go into a sort of treatment, medications that alter the way your body works, then ultimately leading to dialysis, which is two 15-gauge or 14-gauge inch needles being stuck into your arm. Or if you're doing peritoneal stuck in your stomach, 
drawing blood out of your body for three hours or more, putting it through filters, getting it cleaned back into your body. You have chance, uh, chances of infiltrating is when the, the needle is missing the vein and push right into your regular skin and you could swell up. Um, it's probably one of the biggest causes. Um, one of the biggest causes of kidney disease is um, high, high blood pressure and also having diabetes. So you have the chance of going into diabetic comas. And imagine walking into a room seeing people that you were just there with the day before and coming back and they're gone because they've died over the weekend or whatever natural causes has killed them and you're sitting there doing the same thing that they're doing. So in your brain, you're like, man, if they died, like, when is it my time? It's a form of a traumatic disorder. So I feel that Becoming a kidney dialysis patient and starting dialysis and all the things that come with it is a form of PTSD because mentally it is straining on you. You also become very aware that your life is so different now and you feel like you're disrupting everyone else's life around you. You feel that, you know, your house is now you've now become the the sick person in the home that. That, you know, that everybody knows about and, and you have to depend on people and you might need rides to your dialysis. You might need to be picked up. And if you do home dialysis, you have medical supplies all over and you feel like you're becoming a burden to your family. And, you know, you can't do nothing, you know, when you want to. So people have to wait for you, wait on you. And that could become a burden that could stress you out. You develop anxiety, you develop you know, other symptoms and other and other things that happen to your body because of the medication you're on and, you know, your whole world changes. That could be a very, very traumatic experience. So mentally you are rocked. So some people fear going into dialysis It's like having white coat syndrome, white coat syndrome. When you walk in and all of a sudden your blood pressure goes up and you get the shakes and your anxiety is through the roof. All those things are associated but being told that you have a chronic illness and the treatment of those chronic illnesses. So at some point, when do we start to say that these things need to be addressed, that the mental health aspect of becoming a kidney dialysis patient or kidney patient overall can be considered a form of PTSD or a mental health deficiency? I can sit here and tell you about episodes that I've had as a strong-minded young man where I've literally broken down in tears from anxiety of thinking I'm going to die from dialysis or thinking I'm not going to wake up the next morning or the burden that I'm putting on my family, the burden that I'm putting on my children, the weight that I put on my wife. All those things are running through your head as you sit there for three to four to five hours with nothing but time to think and run different scenarios through your head. All the while trying to relax and watch TV and keep your blood pressure down, keep your legs up, hoping you don't cramp, hoping knowing that you were too high over fluid and what could happen to you there. People passing out on dialysis, blood pressure dropping, all that maintaining while you sit there and get your blood green blood cleaned through a tube, mentally straining, mentally straining. And this is from a person who is mentally strong. 
I still go through anxiety issues and still go through the the you know the pressures of being a dialysis patient and hoping that today isn't the day that I infiltrate or hoping that today isn't the day that I cramp or I just have a good treatment. That treatment is just smooth. You know, those are things that I worry about. Or if I'm on treatment and I hear my wife, you know, talking to the kids and they need help with something and she's busy with something else and I can't get up and go help. And that freaks me out because I'm feeling I'm not being there for my family. And am I doing enough as a dad? You know, being that I have to be on treatment every other day, like, what am I missing? Or whose schedule am I messing up? Or who's waiting on me? Those are all traumatic things. So I feel like mental health needs to be more addressed in the kidney community, needs to be more addressed when it comes to chronic illnesses. Again, staying on kidney disease. It needs to be part of the the packet, if you if you may. Maybe be part of the the discussion early on. Early on, even before they get on dialysis, mental stability needs to be talked about. Family therapy, setting them up with a therapist, somebody they can call just in case they're overwhelmed. There's a such thing as dialysis burnout when people do dialysis so much and they just start to can't handle it and they have to go into respite care. Respite care is when you can't when you're doing home dialysis and you just can't anymore and you just need a break. You can go back in center. They should have that for patients. Therapy sessions. You know, you should be giving numbers to your doctors, numbers to people you can call a help group and, and refer to a therapist in case you're overwhelmed or burnt out. That should be in the welcoming packet. Because your life is ultimately changing in a direction you have no clue where it's going until you get there. And a lot of patients crash into dialysis, meaning that they get sick and, and, and then go to the hospital and find out that their kidneys are failing and they got to start treatment in a week. A lot of patients end up like that. And imagine the stress of going from working every day to having to do dialysis, losing your job, getting minimum payment every month from the government, not being able to hold a job where you make more than thirteen fifty because if they do, they stop the help that you get. Now you have to try and provide. God forbid you have a family how do you provide them not even giving you government assistance to three months in to see if you're really, really that sick? I felt like I almost had to die before I got help. I was working a full time job. I had to quit. Didn't get any government assistance until four months later. So for four months, I couldn't pay rent. Had to move in with my mom. I lost my truck. Turned it in before they could repo it because I couldn't make payments. Because I wasn't working. All that is on me. All that is happening while being told that my kidneys are failed and that I have to do dialysis every other day, five hours. When are we going to realize the mental effect that it has on patients? When are we going to implement a program to help patients be able to talk these things through or have somebody help them walk through this? Something that I'm working on. It is something that I'm working on, but I can't do it alone. But I bring it up every opportunity that I can because it's that important to me. Being told that you have a chronic illness is the gateway, is the gateway to mental instability.
Seriously. It's something that can rock your world. And a lot of people can't come back from depression. Depression sets in so early because you have no control over your time and your life. You're told when you have to come treat. If you don't treat. You run the risk of leaving this earth. These are traumatic things that people deal with. And I think it needs to be paid attention to more. And earlier in treatment, it should be a part of treatment. It should be in the curriculum for treatment. The mind goes through so much. Not, are you, not only are you physically breaking down, you're mentally broken down. Mentally broken down. And if it's not addressed, it's going to really start to backfire on people. And I know we're so concerned with getting people in treatments, the type of treatments that they're on. You know, I'm here helping people know their modalities, um, knowing that they can do different treatments. But then again, it's like, okay, but the mental aspect is still not being spoken about enough. There can be a million machines in the world. If I'm not mentally capable to handle them, what's the point? What's the point? It's something that we seriously got to look into when it comes to learning that you have a chronic illness and your whole world being turned upside down. Just wanted to put that out there. I hope you guys can understand where I'm coming from, see my points. I want to know your thoughts on this. Um, It's something that's very important to me. It's something that I'm not going to stop trying to develop in my journey. Because I want to help others to not go through what I go through on a daily basis with this chronic illness. But I thank you guys for joining me, man. I appreciate you always, man. It's your boy, David Rush. Make sure you follow me online at David Rush Speaks. This is What the Hell is Going On podcast, Wins Only Lifestyle. And as always, you guys... It's wins only. You know what Peace and love. Stay safe. Let's check out some brand new music from yours truly, David Rush, right here on the What the Health is Going On podcast.